Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Weebcast. And hey, let me ask you a question here. Do you like tournament arcs? I mean, did, 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 have you ever wished for an entire anime? Could just be one gigantic tournament arc. Do you wish for nothing more but just fight after fight after fight after fight to grace your television screen or computer monitor or phone screen? I, I guess that's how most of us watch anime, I feel like, right now, right? If so, then I'm sure you will love the God of High School as it is. Essentially, it's just that. However, a show really can't just rely on just being a tournament arc on its own. It, it, it kind of needs to have some sort of story to go along with it, right? Otherwise, it'd be just senseless fighting, right? What kind of anime would ever do something like that? But the God of High School does have a story, but it comes in a little too late to save the show from being on, you know, about people just punching and kicking each other. This is Weebcast, the number one anime and manga show on the internet with your boy C-Dub, aka Mori, aka The Independent Variable, aka he's back on the coffee grind, um, aka Mr. Watching a lot of basketball recently because I had some free time this past week, been watching a lot of basketball, well, 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 you know what, let's get on to the episode because um, we're going to be talking, we're going to be reviewing The God of High School, long time coming, but let's get into it, all right? already know what this episode is going to be all about but before we get into that today's episode i have to tell you because it's february it's a sponsor for the show i love them but today's episode is brought to you by the nba store and new year brings the start of a new nba season suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team we may be sidelined from going to the arena but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style Look, we're teaming up with the NBA and Pago to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. I know, you heard me right here. 75% off on select items. All you have to do is go to podgo.co forward slash NBA up for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. The NBA, it's where amazing happens. Man, the god of high school. Look, ooh, what? It, it's one of, like I said, people who know me know me really well. And I've talked about this when in my episode when I was talking about the next big three. And I kind of predicted that I thought the god of high school, the Tower of God, and Noblesse would be would want some in some sort of fashion try to um, generate its own big three, um, but new one, not almost replacing the previous one. But in a sense that in, it's just creating a just a new big three um, for a new generation of folks, right? Uh, maybe one day I'll go back and do an episode where I just talk about all my predictions over the last year and see where I went wrong and where, where I went right. I thought that'd be, that actually might be a pretty good, uh, ep- uh, pretty good episode for Weebcast. But today, we're going to focus on the God of High School. And the God of High School is actually the name of the tournament here. You know, the people here who participate in this tournament are said to be those who borrow power from God. And the winner of this tournament will have one wish granted as a reward for making it to the end. So, enter Jin Mori, my boy, my namesake, who has a strong sense of justice. And he can't let anything nefarious go unpunished. And this is evident from like the first off the jump where he pretty much chases down a purse, a purse thief on the, on his way to school. 
you know, the chase ends up introducing us to us to our other main characters, Amira and Dewi. And with the crime thwarted, the day is saved. They arrive at school. And this is where we realize the tournament has not actually begun yet. You know, they have to make their way through the preliminary rounds in order to actually get to the real deal, the big boy stuff, right? So what kind of story would this be, you know, if they didn't make it through, right? You know what I'm saying? But once they get to the national stage, we actually learn of the show's quote-unquote story, right? And a group of the name uh, Knox believes that the god that they worship is the one true god. And their goal is to wipe out anyone and everything that doesn't really align with their beliefs. You know, typical nefarious bad guy group stuff, right? I mean, what kind of orga evil organization doesn't dream big and want to destroy the world? has to be on the on the docket, right, each meeting. So, however, despite this group's effort, there is someone who else has the potential or has the personal vendetta that he wishes to settle, and that's a, uh, a guy named Jigal. The second half of the show really kicks into high gear as we learn more and more about God's power and those who borrow it. Uh, Jigal's plan, as well as Knox's attempt at world destruction, and we kind of get all a little bit of piece of that, but in the middle of it all, we really just explore Jin Mori and the mysteries that kind of surround him as a character. Now, the, the issue, the issue that really breaks my heart, and, is that, and with the stories that it felt like it was just slotted in for too late. And I should say this right now. Like I said, I'm a big fan of God of Heart School. I still read the manhwa. I do believe, I do believe the manhwa's quality has dipped over the last four to five months. But it's still really enjoyable. So, but I'm not going to talk about any any of the manual spoilers. I'm strictly talking about the anime here, so don't worry about any um, manual spoilers. Maybe in the future I'll do a Gata High School manual episode and kind of just talk about where my thoughts are about it right now. But um, I just want to say that right. I want to say that before I continue. That don't worry. There's no spoilers from the manual here. Just anime stuff. Um, but speaking of this story that kind of comes in here, it, it just, like I said, it was slotted in just too late. And being a 13-episode series, I would have, you know, thought that they would have paid a little bit more attention to the main story from the very beginning. They weren't given a lot of rope, a lot of wiggle room to move. They, they weren't uh, given the, the uh, 24 or 50-episode thing. So 13 episodes, you got to kind of make it work, right? And it's, look, it's not easy for... Um, like I said, a crunchy roll to do this. Because like I said, this was a crunchy roll original. Um, but instead, they kind of focused on character development for the first half. You know, giving us backstories and reasons why Jin, uh, Mira, Dewi kind of wanted to fight and claim the prize of the tournament. Well, that, you know, isn't a bad thing. Trust me, trust me. Uh, we, we, would, we learned some of that in the manual as well. And it's very important. Uh, but it just made the fit in the main story for like an afterthought um, because everything just seemed to escalate once you hit the halfway mark. And it kind of gave a sense that they were just making the show and completely forgetting that there was an actual plot. So they kind of rushed it to fit in before the series actually reached its end. Uh, I, I do think some better pacing could have been there to help ease the people into the notion that we went from fighting in a tournament to suddenly trying to save the world from an actual god descending from the heavens. It, it was quite the extreme swing for the amount of time they had to just to get everything set up and get everything uh, you know, properly executed.
as to take an unprofessional sip of coffee there. But let's move on to the characters. Because like I said, the series focuses on three main characters and are about as many side characters with only a couple playing, playing really an important role. But gotta start out with my boy, Mori, Jim Mori, the god himself. Jin is our starring main character who seems to be pretty lax. He's pretty carefree. He's just chilling it. He's kicking it. Literally kicking it. And he is insanely strong and wants to enter the, enter the tournament in order to become even stronger. He He's always up for fighting strong people. But when he's not doing that, you know, he's just being your average, everyday, happy-go-low, happy-go-lucky teenager. Uh, you know, Jin also takes family super seriously. I love him. I love that. I love that for him. Especially when it comes to his grandfather, um, Jin Taijin, which is another one of my favorite characters as well. And Jin Marie respects his grandfather, you know, for his strength and the morals he has. And Jin's abnormal strength isn't really coincidence. However, I don't think I'm going to spoil that for those who haven't seen the show um, completely. Uh, Mira is the 25th master. I, I got. I love Mira, yeah, definitely. To this day, she she's one of the characters who consistently gets better and better throughout the series. Um, so if you you know watch the show, you like Mira, you like this review, maybe you want to go read the manhwa, check Mira out. But she's the 25th master of the Moonlight Sword style, and she was invited to participate in the God High School tournament. And her wish, should she win, would be to have the world recognize the Moonlight Sword style once again and bring back honor to its name. Um, she's a bit of a tsundere, or tsundere, whatever you want to call it, as at first, you know, as she takes issue with Jin being too friendly with her. You know, she finds him annoying, but as the series goes on, she kind of really warms up to Jin and Dewey and ends up becoming really good friends with him. Uh, Mira was actually a pretty enjoyable character when she was going through her development, but after she ditched the, um, you know, her tsundere ways and just became friends with Jin, she kind of became a bit of an afterthought, which so disappointing and she was there for all the big fights but you could tell it was painfully obvious that all the attention was meant to be placed on Jin. Uh, next, Dewi Han. Dewi, part of the legendary duo of the Mad Cows. He's a super skilled fighter and was also invited to the God of High School tournament of course and you know he's a more level-headed guy compared to uh, the other two main characters. He's more dis disciplined um, but he's not very stern. So, in, in fact, he's kind of laid back most of the time. But there are some times, especially during the tournament, where that calm exposure erodes away and he's just a fierce bull or mad cow in this case. But this is because he has something he wants to fight for. Uh, but when that is taken away from him, he loses all composure and just goes goddamn berserk. And of course, thanks to Jin, he's able to reframe his purpose and carry on forward with a brand new goal. You know, putting things into perspective and really pressing forward in a humbled manner is kind of the mark of a true martial artist anyway, right? So, and those qualities really shine through in, in Dewey's character. Uh, another personal fave, gotta talk about EPO. And EPO Park is really introduced in the second half and as a man who can, can rival Jin Mori in strength. In fact, they end up going against each other in a tournament and it was such a spectacular fight that needs to be seen over and over and over, over and over and over again. And the fact is that this isn't the time, first time, I mean, Ilpio and Jin had you know met each other. You know, Jin was actually introduced to Ilpio when his grandfather came by to pay Ilpio's training grounds a little visit. And after meeting Jin's grandfather, he had such a profound respect for him that he embroidered 
uh, Jin Taejin tiger symbol, white, that white tiger symbol, onto the back of his coat. You know, Il-Pio is a really cool character. However, there's some aspects to him that are revealed, but the reasons as to why he was any of those things didn't really get explained all that clearly. And all we know is that Il-Pio is a certain someone, something, that is, and that's pretty much it. He is, however, so strong that he was able to stand up to Jigal Dake. Um, or take and Jigal, one of the main two antagonists for the series, and he has his own personal goals and had aligned himself with the group Knox in order to kind of gain information from them. But once he got what he needed, you know, he severed his ties with the group and went rogue and to really fulfill his goals, uh, his own goals on his uh, on his own. So and Jigal is extremely powerful, obviously. And he kind of seeks the thing. He seeks something called the key. And while Knox wants to destroy the world, Jigal wants nothing but power. And feels the key is like, you know what? That's that's the shit I want. That's for me, right? So, and the get the power he craves, you know, due to always being taught to not end up uh, like a loser, like his mother. You know, Jigal refuses to lose any interaction. Um, he'll take anything as a victory to show his strength, um, which I thought was actually, which is kind of a typical of his type of character. But in this sense, I thought it was actually a good way in some of the things we see where, where we see him interact with other characters. Uh, it, I thought it really kind of bolstered his character here. Uh, when it comes to Jigal, though, all I can say is like, God damn, man. That's some strong teenage angst he's got here going for him, man. But I guess being considered a loser is a massive deal <laughs> to people in Korea. Like, I don't know. Because that was a pretty good, pretty odd reason to obtain massive amounts of powers. But hey, to each their own, right? And I would have hoped they had a better reason. But alas, you know, we work with what we got. And you was, you know, he's insanely strong, worthy of a guy to be, be called the main antagonist. So, plus, he was voiced by the... Um, uh, Kenjiro Su uh, Suda, Kenjiro Suda, who's also, did, I'm pretty sure he vo he voices uh, Chikai uh, in um, uh, Pokemon Hero Ac Academia, right? My Hero Academia? Does he not voice that guy? I could be wrong, right? <laughs> I, I don't even want to check. I'm just going to say he, I'm just going to say it. if I'm wrong, y'all guys will let me know, but I'm pretty sure he voiced Overhaul. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, Mansok Gang. Mansok is our second antagonist and the leader of Nox. And by now, you should know that he wishes to destroy the world, blah, 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 blah. And so that his god can be recognized as the one you got, blah, 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 blah. And it's, that's pretty much his character. I mean, in fact, with, when the focus and the intention it, you know, was not put on Jigal, Mansok really, really, really took a goddamn backseat. This man was... Not even like if there was a third row, if you got a car with third row, he was in that backseat. So he became such a huge afterthought that I even questioned why he was in the story to begin with. You know, you could have taken Knox and Mansock out of the equation completely and just made the story about Jigal and things would have, would have not ended up very, any much differently anyway. So the only real difference would be the fight against the actual god coming out of the sky. Maybe if the story was arranged differently they could have saved Mansok and Nox as the new antagonists to take place of Jigal in the eventual second season but outside of that 
we just had some pretty cool characters as members of the six, uh, the commissioners of the God of High School tournament, and some of the supporting characters that ended up grouped together with the sub-main characters, all of which played their parts to advance the stories uh, when they you know, needed to. But it's time that I talk about uh, art, uh, the animation, the sound effects, because... It, this this is a pretty much a big uh, big part of the anime because the story wasn't it was a little lackluster. So did the art animation hold up? Well, the artwork for the God of High School is pretty standard fare. They used a lot of flat colors mixed with CG to kind of bring the show to life. And while that sounds like it would be an out of balance experience, it's actually the opposite. I, I think the CG and the traditional animation kind of fit well with the fighting scenes here. And nothing really felt out of place. Well, except the exception of one thing, actually. I didn't really care for the red blush marks on everyone's noses and ears. Which is... Uh, and it's a trademark of the God of High School Manoa. The original source material. You kind of just... It kind of fits with the, the, the... You know, with the drawing and the 2D aspect of, uh, of the work. Here, it was just a little odd. I, I just thought it was a rather weird touch. I'm, I mean... And the thing is, you would have never known, no one would have known that what it would have, how it would translate over to the anime and how what it would look like. I thought it was just, and it's like I said, this is a minute detail that, you know, it's not that much of a big deal. I thought it was just a weird touch. So It was never too distracting anyway, but like I said, minor gripes. Um, the show could have done well without that little touch, really, even. But the animation, on the other hand, now that was some pretty damn good stuff, man. Sure, it wasn't movie quality, 60 frames per second animation, but every fight throughout this series was choreographed and animated beautifully. It did an incredible job pulling you into the action, hooking you, keeping you, sitting down on your ass and saying, hey, you're going to watch this nice-ass fight and you're going to enjoy it too. Uh, and the fights weren't all that short either. You know, sure, there may have been some highlight fights for some of the supporting or background characters, but when it came from the main cast, the step into the rain, throwing, throwing dukes up, a lot of effort went into the battles, and it really paid off. Um, and, and if you're going to have an anime that's going to be all about fighting, then you're going to need some amazing fights, you know? And no matter if the preliminaries or the main tournament itself, every fight that was highlighted was giving special care and attention to make it an incredible experience. And I'm just thinking about that one, I'm just thinking about the day we and Jinomori fight, uh, which was such an incredible fight in the Manoa. And they did a bang, they did a bang good ass job um, at, uh, animating that. Whew. Just some of those kicks, especially the one kick that kind of comes down on day we's thigh. I don't know if you guys remember that part. Ooh, that, was, that was amazing. Love that. Love that shit. But the soundtrack. Let's move on to the music here. The soundtrack was kind of a banger. It was a banger and a half. Especially with some of those insert songs in the final episode. You know, being a show that's mainly about action, one would expect the soundtrack to enhance your viewing experience. And the God of High School's OST accomplished that better than what I've actually than what my expectations would be when the OST I think the OST might have been already released I'm not quite sure of that but I'm pretty sure it's already released you're gonna pick it up pick that up listen to it we, we driving working out chilling pick that up listen to it um, not only that the opening song 
by uh, Kisuke or Keisuke, and the ending song by Six or C I X. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Or I, think, I think it might just be called pronounced Six. Are both really awesome in their own rights, and I can kind of really kind of listen to them on repeat uh, all day long. Um, but kind of moving in into like the oh, my overall thoughts, and I'm trying to be honest here. This is the kind of anime you turn to when you're sick of watching everything else. And you kind of just want to see two people kind of beat the crap out of each other. You know, if your favorite anime is lagging and getting into the big fight. And you want to see... And you are craving some kind of well-animated action. Stop watching your favorite anime. Turn on the guy to high school. There you go. That's just what you do. You know, at least that's how the show felt like in the first half, you know? Like, once the story was added to the show, there was still a lot of great action, but you now had something else to invest your time in. And even if the story felt a little rushed, it, it added to something extra that was sorely needed from causing the show to be dubbed, you know, that fighting anime, you know? Um, but as I've said before, I, I felt the story could have been truly epic, and it had been... If it introduced a lot earlier and given some proper time, and maybe instead of 13 episodes, maybe 24, 25 episodes instead, you know, the characters were well-developed, and it sort of, and, and though I did enjoy a lot of them, um, even if Jin kind of took the spotlight later on in the series, but he is the main character, so, but all in all, the show is pretty good, you know, pretty decent at least, top to bottom, the fights will probably be what the show is remembered for, but with the way the final arc shaped up, I'm pretty sure this will also it will also remember for its crazy plot twist. But either way, check this show out if you're craving for a lot of action. Because in that regard, the God of High School will not fail to deliver. Um, now, on the other half, I'm just going to sum it up. Talk about my pros and cons. And then we're going to wrap up this show, guys. So, uh, I'll see you on the other side. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So, when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up? We got high school. We reviewed it. We discussed it. It's a long time coming. I'm glad we finally got to it. <laughs> but if somehow you reached to this part of the series, of this part of the episode, and you really didn't get to hear a lot of the meat of the episode, well, let me sum it up for you. The guy to high school is not short on action, but it is short on overall story. While there is technically one present, it doesn't really kick in until about halfway mark of the series, and from there, things just escalate really, really quickly. However, if you watch the show just for the action and the action itself, you're going to have a pretty, uh, a pretty damn good time. For the pros, amazing fight scenes. 
well-developed main cast of characters. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, the story, and I'm only saying this because I've, re I've read the manhwa. The story is actually pretty good with some good twists and turns. Now, for the cons, <laughs> the story just comes in way, you know, way too late. And it's not given much time to even breathe. Uh, and the second, I wasn't really a fan of some of the details of the character art and the character design. So, <laughs> like I said, tiny nitpicks for this one. I still thought it was an enjoyable anime. And at the end of the day, Weebcast officially is going to give this anime a 3.3 out of 5 stars. Um, it's a little, it's just a little bit better than average. Not great, uh, but not bad. Just decent, good, and enjoyable. And, and I think that's all what we wanted. I like I had a lot of expectations for this anime, mainly because I love the manuals. One of my favorite manuals of all time. So I did have I come in with way with a lot of expectation. So it took me a few watch-throughs of the anime and kind of just judged it on it as its own without thinking too much about the manual. And I kind of, and I, in the beginning, I hated this because I thought it was poorly done. Um, it's not executed the way I thought it would be. It wasn't executed, you know, amazingly well. But after some time and after watching, I think for a third or fourth time, as just an anime alone, and if I never knew anything about the manhwa or anything, I would probably think it was a pretty decent show, and I, and I would be really hyped to watch these fights again and again and again with that kicking OST in the back. So, three and about three point three out of five, basically three out of five technically, if you want to be, if you want to keep it simple. <laughs> but that is my review of Vigata High School. Thank you for checking out this episode i hope you've enjoyed it if you want like i said if you want more reviews and more interesting topics make sure to keep listening to weebcast the anime and manga show on your favorite podcasting platform and if you're listening to this part and you're listening to it on your favorite podcast platform make sure you subscribe make sure you rate it you review it because that really helps me out gives me a lot of good feedback so i could try to improve the show in the future um another way you could help me try to improve the show in the future is also by you know donating monetarily if you can and if you're willing and able and you can do that uh by going on patreon my patreon is patreon.com forward slash weebcast show and we have different different tiers a dollar tier two dollar tier three dollar tier we can choose from uh, we have a lot of perks and extra benefits you get with um, becoming a member on our patreon another way you could do that uh, you could support the show monetarily. It's just giving us a flat donation, and you could do that through Anchor. And that link is probably at the at the bottom of the show notes. So you have to hit the show notes or the description of this episode at the bottom. You could do that, and you'll see the link for my Patreon, and you'll see the link to donate to Anchor, that which goes directly to me to help to improve the show. But there's also other links in that show notes that I wish you would look at and pay attention to, and that's my Twitter, Twitter uh, at based senpai. Uh, we get you know, all my extra thoughts and my feelings on different anime and things about the world. And also my Instagram uh, at Weebcast Show. Uh, I mean, Weebcast TV and where I post things and questions for people that fans to answer and take things so I can incorporate into the show. But I think that's all for me. I hope you guys have a lovely Friday. Hope you have a lovely weekend. Um, if you have some snow and make sure you're being safe out there, especially the people out in the uh, in, in uh, Texas. Oklahoma, I believe. Um, 
make sure you guys are be are okay. Just stay safe out there. Be nice to people. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Um, but I am off. I'm out of 3000. I'll see you guys next week with another episode. See ya.